0: Hmm. Amazing. It's absolutely amazing. But under the right circumstances, a producer could make more money with a flop than he could with a hit. Hmm. Yes, it's quite possible.
1: Welcome to the NFC Lee Show, the only show keeping the NFC East honest. We're done. It's over. <laughs> both we what guys we'll see you later <laughs> uh yeah i got chris with me what's up man and we hello. got tom what's up dude present hello uh well i can't say i'm surprised even though i picked both the eagles and cowboys to win but here we are with two wild card super wild card week, week losses uh I guess let's talk about the Eagles first since that was probably the more predictable one. I, I at least last week said it was only my heart that said the Eagles were going to win. My head was still saying bucks and my head was very correct. Your head was
2: right. Your head was right.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Um, I don't know. This game really reminded me of the early season Eagles this year, the team that started two and five um, against some of the best teams in the NFL Shut out through three quarters. Really yeah. couldn't get anything started. Um, I would say some bright spots. Calling out the defense, I think turned it back on after the Bucks jumped out to a seventeen to nothing run. They still sacked Brady three or four times. They at least, if the offense could get anything together, they provided them a lifeline. But the offense just couldn't get anything together.
0: Yeah, um, yeah, they, they turned it on too late. Yeah, and... Uh, in a in a Broncos-esque fashion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same shit that I had to deal with all year. <laughs> um,
1: also, I think bright spots, at least on the offense, I think Dallas Goddard and Devontae Smith are both legit. Like, I think they showed up a bit today. Mm-hmm. But really, for mm-hmm. me, the story yeah. is, is the Jalens. It's Jalen Rager, Muffing Punts, being yeah. absolutely a non-factor on offense. And it's yeah. Jalen Hurts. Uh, like, honestly, like... I don't think he elevated this team today like a playoff quarterback should. If anything, he held them back. And it was really disappointing to see. And I would also throw Miles Sanders into that bucket as well. Uh, really disappointing to see your, your you know, behind this offensive line that we've been talking about all year is one of the best in the league. Really disappointing to see your bell cow back rush for less than 50 yards. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, that's sort of what my take on it is. What, what do you guys think of the Eagles? And I guess uh, you know I don't I don't care about the Bucks. What do you think of the Eagles? <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, the Bucks are the Bucks. They, yeah, they the are, Bucs are the, the Bucks
1: are who we thought they were, and they beat a bad team, thirty one to fifteen.
2: It's Tom Brady. Right?
0: <laughs> yeah, uh,
2: I don't know. I gotta agree with you, Sean. Uh, I mean, both Jalen's, yeah, the Rieger missing that one, muffing that one punt, and uh, you know what? I just think I think it was kind of like there were jitters going on for the Eagles and, uh, you know, first playoff game for Hertz and whatnot. I, you know, it's, it's, it's those jitters. It's those like pre-show jitters that you get before you go on for like a play or, you know, doing like a public speech or whatnot. It's, it's tough. It's tough to go out there on a national stage and it's tough to, uh, to perform at such a high level with tons of expectations and, um, and just you know, optimism writing in your you know your tail you know your tailwind. But you know what? It's it's all I can say is better luck next year. I, I was I was riding high Thank on the you. Eagles. Thank I was, you so yeah, much. No problem. I mean I mean don't don't get me wrong. I also believe you know get shit you know yeah. eat shit and get wrecked. But <laughs> <laughs> but but I don't know. I was high on the Eagles. I thought that they could have had a chance. Uh, you're right. The defense did turn it on later in the game and. It was just too late at that point, unfortunately. I was hoping that the Eagles would do a little bit better. It would have been nice to talk about some more, but, meh, you know.
1: I'm kind of happy I don't have to talk about them anymore. And I'm going well, to to watch, I, exactly to I watch them every week.
2: Yeah, and that's exactly <laughs> how I feel about the Giants. So, you know, welcome to my trade.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I kind of want to dive a little bit deeper into my my negatives slot. Uh, if I had to give some predictions for this offseason, honestly, I wouldn't be – too sad to see the Eagles try and trade Miles Sanders this off season. I think, I think he's maybe the one player on offense who's on a contract that uh, a team could potentially want. And I don't think he adds that much to the backfield compared to the other backs. Like he's not a featured back. Like he's our best back, but he's not Derek Henry. He's not, you know, and if he's not that much above like Kenny Gainwell or Boston Scott or Jordan Howard's level, what is he doing taking up spots, roster spots, and money, you know? Um, he's due another contract soon. I'd rather flip him for like a second or third rounder to a team who's willing to pay him than the Eagles to be the team that has to pay him to keep him on the team, you know? Um hurts, yeah. I think, probably gets another year, but man, next year's really a put up or shut up year for this guy. I like I've been I've been on the anti-Hertz train all year not necessarily cuz i dislike him i just don't think he's proven anything and he was given the biggest stage and the biggest opportunity of his now two year career i want to remind he's not a rookie everyone he is going into his third year in the nfl next year um and he, how much did he
0: play his first year
1: he played 4 games yeah he played the last 4 games last year admittedly on a pretty bad team Uh, That Carson Wentz dug into a hole, but he had the entire season this year, save for that couple of Minshew games. And it's been the same player all year, in my opinion. It's been a guy who, yes, is a dynamic runner, but lacks a lot of uh, diversity and consistency in his passing game. He can't make He can't throw every ball. And even the balls he can throw, he's not consistently good at throwing them. And it's really, I think hurts (laughs)
2: <laughs> uh-huh. what the
1: Eagles could do offensively uh, he's and I, Rager, I wish I could cut him I, w- I really wish I could cut him but I think He'll be he gone. Around another year
2: <laughs> nah well I think the Eagles should cut him and uh, Jalen Hurts reminds me of a worse Donovan McNabb to be honest yeah, with you yeah that's
1: what I've been saying he's yeah. he's the worst Donovan McNabb he's a Donovan yeah. McNabb who can't throw
2: <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah without a doubt <laughs> I mean, he's. And, you know what? He's not. He's not the right quarterback for the Eagles. I think. I think he can be a good quarterback on another team, but for you guys, he's not the answer.
1: No, I think he's proven. He's proven that he's an NFL quarterback, right? He but can really, be. Yeah, but I think it comes down to what are your what are your standards? What are you chasing? Are you chasing like, you know, just fit, selling out a stadium with like a winning team every week? Or are you chasing rings? You know, and I think that. I mean, we, like we saw Tom. So Brady. let's talk
0: about the Cowboys. I'm kidding. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> but no,
1: it's like you saw the difference at the quarterback position on Sunday. It's like Tom Brady, even at 44 years old, like flawlessly executed an offense, and Jalen Hurts did not. You know, like it's just how it was. You know. Um, See, so yeah, it's frustrating. Rager, I want to expand on that. He's got two more years in his deal. It's just one of those things where I wish I could cut him tomorrow, but I think odds are he sticks around for one more year, and then and then if he doesn't bounce back, he'll get cut. Like I think the Eagles will try and give him an, one year to kind of in, either prove his worth or inflate his trade value, you know. And then if not, he's gone. You know.
0: Yeah. But okay. Really,
1: really frustrating. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I'm happy I followed my heart last week. Because it made watching the game fun uh but this team sucks
0: <laughs> it was it was hard to watch honestly because I just yeah. there just never was a moment. like I don't like games where I feel like it's over at the beginning yeah like it's like like the Bronco Seahawks Super Bowl, <laughs> you know, that, that devastation that happened. But Oof. it was the first play and you're like, Wow. Okay, it's done. And I don't think it was that quick for this game, but it was a drive or two for the Bucks and you were just like, All right, okay. Yeah. Yep, this is the <laughs> like I knew, exactly I know exactly where this is going. Um yep. now we just gotta we have to watch this team suffer. <laughs> um <laughs> it's kinda it's kinda sad. Um but you know, I, I I fortunately didn't have to watch it. I just watched the highlights. Uh, but it was it was even that you know, fifteen minutes. Like yeah, it was all bucks. Yeah. <laughs> the highlights were all bucks. There was a couple plays in the second half where where Jalen uh, had a lot of time, yeah, um, to to be to be uh, to to spread the play. But I I would only think. If he didn't have the offensive line, he did. He would be nowhere. Mm-hmm. You know, he does not have. He doesn't have the skill set to be able to make a play on his own, to release yeah. the ball quickly, to to get it yeah. out to somebody in in seconds. And and so, yeah, for for that reason, I agree. I think he, I wouldn't even be surprised if he doesn't even get a full year.
1: Yeah, um, I mean, I I think he's on. I, I I'm with you. Like I I think this year, you know, Minshew got one start. This year, um, and I thought the injury that they said Hertz had that justified that start was a little bit suspect. It was one of those he he he's his hamstring was kind of sore, right? It's one of those injuries where it's like if it's like Aaron Rodgers and you need a win against the Jets, Aaron Rodgers is playing that game. But I think the Eagles played it cautious, partially because they know Hertz is a runner who needs both of his hamstrings, but also because they wanted to see what Minshew can do. And I think that leash is even shorter. For Jalen Hurts next year, meaning if he is showing the same thing through four to six games, if they still have Minshew or if they try another, maybe they draft another young guy behind Hurts this year, like I think the leash becomes way shorter for this guy next year. And the big thing for me is just his inability to push the ball downfield consistently. Like I think being a runner is great and you can have your offense move primarily sideline to sideline and like in the run game as long as you can open up the defense four to five times a game over the top and whenever the Eagles try the ball is either like 10 yards to the left or right too far too short it's like it's never a consistent deep ball with Jalen Hurts which is frustrating because we have the talent at wide receiver to go deep with with Devontae Smith and Quez Watkins like there are guys that have gotten open this year it's not like a skill position problem it is purely a quarterback problem which is really frustrating to watch um what else yeah i one thing to your point of like it just being over before the second half i caught myself in the second quarter there's that one like Kind of ticky tack, roughing the passer penalty against Brady. Oh god, that was so drive. dumb. <laughs> <laughs> but like, it not only was it dumb, I caught myself being like, "Man, that penalty was big. Like, we could have stopped them on the first drive of the game." And then I caught myself, and I was like, "If I'm saying that about like one roughing the passer
0: penalty, <laughs>
1: right? right. <laughs> <laughs> it's only totally like seventeen wish- nothing." <laughs>
0: I was thinking about that one dropped pass from Goder. I was yeah. just like, "No, yeah. like, no. yeah, no, that it's was a big way play, more than like, that. Yeah, right through his hands." <laughs> yep, yep. That's such a fan's perspective of narrowing on one thing.
1: Yeah, like you wish that it went the <laughs> other way, but that it's like you can't actually sell yourself on the game being much different, even if those plays did go the other way. <laughs> you know what I mean?
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah
1: it was man
2: it's 17 nothing now but it could have been 17 7 damn
1: it yeah, exactly
0: <laughs> whereas whereas yeah do if you the want to talk cowboys, cowboys just cowboys understood game? the rules to the game they maybe <laughs> could have tied
1: that was yeah let's uh let's talk about this game next the much more exciting of the two but also like you know wow uh Surprisingly, also the most predictable. Also, even though again, I was wrong right. and I picked the Cowboys to win.
2: You should have went with Check your heart on this one.
1: Check the tape. Yeah. You went should have this one. What I said: if the Cowboys were to lose, this is how it's going to happen. That exact game played out. <laughs> <laughs> I told it's you guys it would be pretty awesome. Garop being easy on Garoppolo, doing a whole bunch of sideline to sideline stuff to Debo Samuel to take Micah Parsons and. Mm-hmm. Uh digs out of the game. And then if mm-hmm. the 49ers get up early first, Dak will not be able to pass the Cowboys back into the game. And sure mm-hmm. enough, a lot mm-hmm. of early Devo stuff. Five, Niners get out to a ten nothing lead. They try like Dak threw the ball over 40 times and the Cowboys never got back in.
0: <laughs> oh. Oh. McCarthy should have taken a play out of Shanahan's book and like they, they easily could have run the ball way more and still established, you know, time of possession. But like, yeah, it's like they were, their ability to play from behind is just, just non-existent. And it doesn't need to be like, they have the skills to be able to, they have the players and the talent to be able to come back. Like they weren't even out of that game by that much. Like, you know, and it came down to like the last few plays. It's like, you could have been ahead. (laughs) Like you really could (laughs) have, but it's just, ah, there's so many stupid things they did. Yep. What Uh, What is this? Yeah, I just starts beat up on bad teams. Fans get delusional. we dead boys, this is our year. Choke in the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Did you watch is, Stephen A. Smith's rant about about the Cowboys? He was, I he was saw that it existed, it. but I didn't see it. I got to I got to go watch uh, it. I, I wanted to so bad. It was. Can you give is us
1: is like it, a little what, bit of like his, a, the highlights of it, Chris?
0: Well, who's what's the is it Michael Irving? Is that the linebacker or whatever for the the cowboys from a long time ago. His wife oh, was who's he was on the end. Yes, yes. Yeah, he's, 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 Yeah, yeah. Okay, so he was yelling at him. <laughs> he was yelling at him like he's part of the problem because <laughs> because uh, he he anointed these players is what he said. He's like, you anointed these these wannabes, <laughs> you know. He, he, he said like how uh, Michael Jordan in the last dance, all these like young guys came in on the last run of the the, 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 um, the championship brings. And Michael Jordan's like, who the fuck are you? Like, you didn't do this. We did this. You're along yeah. for the ride. And so Michael he was yelling at Michael Irving, making it seem like, you're making it seem like these guys are you and they're not. <laughs> that's they're actually a
1: really really great take uh if you watch the cowboy like if you're like in cowboys world you know that like every year jerry jones has like a cowboys alumni come through training camp and like gas up this year's team as if they're like the america's team from the 90s they're like you're a cowboy mm-hmm. like you do this you do that and it's like i i think it does contribute to their delusion i think it does make yeah. them feel like they're better than what they are.
2: Yep. Yep. For sure. sure.
1: I do also think this Cowboys team could be a lot better than how they've been. If they took themselves more seriously, like they weren't owed playoff success or rings just because they know they're good. They've got a bit of this, like we know we're good swagger, which I think leads them to blow out bad teams in the regular season. But the minute they're like kind of outmatched, from a play calling or just effort perspective, they just wilt. Cause it's like they, they're, they just sort of expect that the same stuff that they do every week will just start working, you know, and it never does against good teams that know what to scheme against them. You know, it's, It's really astounding. It's not frustrating for me to watch. I enjoy watching it, but it's oh yeah, oh yeah, (laughs)
2: yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, totally, totally. It's hilarious.
2: Yeah, as an Eagles fan and a Giants fan, as we talk about this, it is the most satisfying thing to watch. Obviously, but
0: I'm, you know, I think I think how Dak responded to the game, you know, blaming the reps and encouraging fans to throw trash or whatever at them, it just perfectly summarizes the atmosphere of the Cowboys locker room. You know, that's they, – they. even when they lose, they think it's somebody else's fault. And that, yeah. is, and that is why you aren't going to win. Yeah. Which, <laughs> you know, honestly,
1: it begs the question – I, I wrote this down on the running order. Like, can anything fix the Cowboys? Truly. Like, mm-hmm. is it even worth speculating about like, you know, off season moves,
0: things. Tom like- Brady. You <laughs> yeah. get Tom Brady. Yeah. <laughs> I, that, I'm at, that like, does that, fix. does that is, does that fix, does that fix the Cowboys? Yeah. I think if Tom Brady went to the Cowboys, he would make it mandatory that Jerry Jones would have to leave. Yeah, I don't I think he, would, he wants that guy there. He would tell Jerry Jones just to shut up. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah, like, yeah he's just like, just let me do this. <laughs> Jerry
2: Jones would come into the room and be like, all right, boys. We got it. To, and Tom would be like, no, 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 no. Just, just. Whether and then it's, continue doing yeah,
1: what he's doing. Whether it's Lurie, Snyder, Mara, Jones, all of the owners and ownership groups in this division have these egos about them that I think that mm. in some ways, Add to the success of their franchises, but more often than not build a ceiling into the success that these franchises can have year over year. And Mm. I think your guys are spot on. I think the only thing that can really fix the Cowboys is an ego, a successful ego at either coach or quarterback coming Mm. in and superseding Jerry Jones's influence in the organization from a football perspective. That's going to be, that's gonna be
0: hard. hard. That's, that's a tall order. <laughs> that's that is a tall deep, which,
1: order. <laughs> yeah, because at this point, it's like a, it's such a byproduct of his ego, his attitude, and his view on the world. And I just think it's mm-hmm. not a winning identity in this era of the NFL. You know, I, I could see no. the gunslinging mentality of it and whatever working – in the 90s, but in this era where you're, you're playing the Tom Brady's, the Belichick's, the Rogers of the world every year, uh, it just you're always going to fall short, you know, and it's it just feels like a futile effort to like speculate. I mean, we're going to because it's fun, but to speculate on like, oh, like they're they're just an offensive lineman or like a wide receiver, or like a linebacker away from from going deeper, you know, when I, it's just not the case,
2: you know, like. (laughs) No, it's, it's, they, they remind me of, a they remind me of like a gifted and talents, talented student. Like, as soon as there's a little bit of like pushback or challenge for them when everything came so naturally easy, they shut down and they just, they don't know how to pick themselves up. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They're like, they're like me. And give I was going to say that's golf. how I. Oh am. shit! Yeah.
0: Both
2: <laughs> of <laughs> you guys.
0: Am I? Am I the Dallas Cowboys? <laughs> oh my god. I don't like adversity either. Maybe.
1: <laughs> Maybe that's why they are America's team. We're all we're all somewhere. Yeah, deep down. We, all, we all have a little bit. A we and a, a little bit of Dallas a little bit us. of adversity and wilted. <laughs>
0: Yeah. It's all about having fun until it gets too hard and then we're just yeah. like, I don't want to do this <laughs> anymore. I quit. I don't want I to play quit. anymore.
2: I quit.
0: You mean there's people better than me? Guess I'm done.
1: <laughs> it's the refs. It's,
0: <laughs> it's the yeah, it's the refs. Oh it's man. The teacher's was... They're
1: bad at teaching.
0: You know, you know what I would have liked to have seen with that is I, I would have liked to have seen Dak just own up to it and just be like, you know what? I was flustered. You know, I was, I was, it was, it was an intense uh, uh, moment and I just, I did it wrong. Yeah. I, I, you know, I was supposed to hand it to him. I handed it to the center instead. And, and, and we, we lost it that way. It it hurts. You know, it hurts that that's how our season ended, and I think, I think if if the the mental side of that team was a little shifted in that direction, I think we would see them win a playoff game. Yeah, um, but that's I. That's just I not how the they agree. think.
1: Yeah. So to 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 frame this a little bit for people who weren't watching the game, there the game came ultimately came down to a, a last minute play. The Cowboys. Dak Prescott had just ran the ball on,
0: like, a little bit Which of a was stupid as player. shit, by the way. Like, yes. <laughs> why did you do a QB sneak after you just did, like, three or four 10-yard gains yeah. out of bounds? Yeah. Like, why would you stop doing that? It clearly yeah. was working. <laughs> well, the 49ers, the 49ers started
2: doing uh, sideline protection because at that point they had caught on, like, we need to stop them from going out of bounds. And yeah. I think in that moment, with 14 seconds left on the clock, Dak just kind of – I think he kind of panicked and was just like, I need to get the ball down the fields. And I think yeah. he thought he had more time on the clock to do that. But you're right, Chris, he he got flustered. He handed the ball to the center instead of turning around, handing it to the ump. They could have had one second left if he spiked the ball, you know, effectively. Yeah. And they could have got, had one last play, but it yeah. just. So, yeah, yeah.
1: The, the game ended because Dak ran the ball with no timeouts, um, slid down and essentially didn't transfer the ball to the ref first to try to get the snap off which is the rule you like the ref needs to be the one right who sets the ball he right. has to touch it I, yes i was learning i learned that in like peewee football when i played in like, third
2: grade. <laughs> it's
0: like, you know,
1: like when you're running a two-minute drill like you can't set the ball and, and snap it you know um and i think like chris i think you're spot on Cause I think the thing that graded me most about Dak's reaction to it, it wasn't like, of course, it was kind of an asshole thing for him to like, you know, commend the fans after he found out that the fans were emotional and throwing stuff at the refs. Right. But I can see running that play as like a counter punch, like the, like Tom said to like the sideline defense yeah. that yeah. they were running. And Dak even said in the press conference, like, hey, we practice that play a thousand times, et cetera, et cetera. Like, it must have been one of the things they're trained to do in that situation. Be like, hey, the middle of the field is going to be open. If there's 10 to 15 seconds left, run, slide, and then immediately get set for the the yeah. uh, spike, right? Yeah. But Dak didn't hand the ball to the ref. He handed it and like yeah. immediately to the center. They tried to quick snap it. And they couldn't get the ball off, right? Yeah. Like that, I think you're spot on, Chris. Like that is Dak's fault. That is not the referee's fault for getting in Dak's way. The referee is actually trying to help them by yeah. reminding them the rules yeah. as quickly as possible and get the ball into his hands and back into the center's hands as quickly Home as boy possible. Homeboy yeah, sprinted. He like, sprinted to the ball. He's yeah. Like, I, I know
0: what's I going think, on. Like, yeah. The ref <laughs> yeah. does
1: not, and, like, I want to be clear the ref does not have to do that. The ref can just kind of walk and, like, let the game run at that point. Like Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it is the player's responsibility to, to hurry things up. Right. And of course the league instructs the refs in that situation to be quick because they don't want to, they don't want optically to look like the refs are like preventing a play from happening. Yeah. 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 But it's not the ref's job to be there that quickly. You know what I mean? It is the player's job to give the ball to the ref, get the play set and then spike it. Right. And Dak fails and the fact that he got up at the press conference and basically like said oh we practiced that play a thousand times as if they ran it correctly and then blamed the ref basically for like getting in his way and bumping him is just like no dude like that's your problem like that's like the ref wouldn't have been there to bump into if you had just given the ball to him after you slid yeah at first right like Dak yeah. in the centers between the ref and the ball, he has to go through them to try and get the play set. It really does speak to Dak's mentality.
2: Yeah. And if you rewatch that play, you watch the clock with how long the, when the ref accidentally bumps into Dak, they waste like two or three seconds. Like Dak, Dak yeah. was in the way that he wasted two and three seconds of his own time because he was in the way before that. You know what I mean? So it's, it's, it's entirely his fault. It, it yeah. really is. And I don't fault well, the play
1: call. Like if it, if that play gets re-ran flawlessly, the Cowboys probably have two seconds left on the clock after the to, spike. To, to have it a was, shot, yeah. Yeah. It it was how badly Dak fudged the, uh, the transfer to the refs and how the refs then inadvertently interfered with their ability to snap the ball that I think really doomed them. And I think, Chris, you're spot on. Dak's mentality afterwards and where he placed blame everywhere but himself in that situation... I think does speak to his mentality and, and more broadly speaks to the Cowboys mentality in this situation. right? Yeah.
0: Cause that's the quarterback, you know, yeah. <laughs> like if the quarterback is saying that kind of shit, then the other team, the rest of the team is probably saying yeah. like the same kind of yeah. stuff. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, you know, I, I, we can always, you know, pinpoint just that one play. That's the play that ended the game. And that very much summarizes the Cowboys verse, but of course it's the whole game is what led to that and tying a record for the most penalties (laughs) in a playoff game. Oh my God. Isn't going to make you win that playoff game. It doesn't matter if you had the one second left at the end or not, you had 14 penalties, (laughs) you know? Uh, And that ref, that ref at the end of the game was just like stern faced like, the game is over. (laughs) He he was like, I'm done with this shit. The game's (laughs) over, bye. (laughs) I'm out. (laughs) All right. He was Uh, was like,
1: oh, so funny. I think we've beaten up on the Cowboys enough. Really two bad games from the two NFC Least teams. At least now, despite our two playoff spots, this podcast can still continue. We're still right. Mm. This is the NFC Least, and we really showed it. This Sunday. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. want to talk about... Oh, let's talk about some bold predictions for next year with this division. Um, you have I, one? I have one directly related to the Cowboys. I don't think the Cowboys finish top two in the division next year.
2: Really? Yeah. I
1: think that... Wow. Giant think Eagles, that, huh?
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah I'll right it. in what world are you dreaming in whoa, 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 wait a minute washington wait, 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 giants wait, 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 wait there you go better no wait a second wait a second go ahead sean go go go
1: if i had if i had to pick the division right now without anyone making any moves based on how this season went I think the Eagles win the division, but they don't look good. It's another year like this year where they go like a disappointing 11 and 6, 10 and 7 on the top of a pretty mediocre division. But I think Dallas is due for a regression. Like this was their year to be good. (laughs) The rest of the division sucked. They had the talent. Dak is in his fifth year going into his sixth year. Ezekiel Elliott's in his seventh year, going into his eighth year. <laughs> you know, like this roster is only going to get older, more expensive, and <laughs> and harder to keep together. Yeah, you know, and it's like if this, like, if you look at them on a time scale, like this is when their core talent should be peaking and should be challenging for Super Bowls, and they lost in the wild card round. To the San Francisco
0: 49ers. who <laughs> um, looks surprisingly good. For what I, this it's is, worth. This is not about. I was the, like, "Wow, good for them."
1: This is not about the Niners. I think they, I think they're a well coached, good team. I don't think they're going to beat the Packers. My point is, is like, I don't think the Niners will represent the NFC in the Super Bowl. And the only way this loss is on any level forgivable in hindsight is if they are right, because then the Cowboys can okay. say they lost to the Super Bowl representative. More than likely, they lost to a team that's going to lose next round. And there's three other teams in the playoffs that also could have beaten the Cowboys, you know? And, like, to my point, like, who, who do you... Like, okay, maybe draft some more interior defensive linemen, make that defense a little bit more sturdy, give Dak, like, maybe another weapon or two on offense this offseason. Fine. Does that really fundamentally change anything about the Cowboys? No. You know? Um, and I think the rest of the division is just gonna keep getting better around them while this roster wilts and costs Jerry Jones more money. You know? Um and I think that next year is the year you'll start to see that. Um I think Washington is trending upwards, all things considered. I think they'll have some new name energy that'll be fun to watch. I think the Eagles <laughs> Showed a little something, and I think the Giants will be a little bit of a wild card this year. I don't think they'll be good, but I think they'll be different, which will be interesting to watch. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so yeah, that's my bold prediction. Really good. Cowboys fin- don't finish
2: above third place in the division next year. Okay, okay. Uh, I kind of, uh, I kind of agree, but my my bold prediction is that. I honestly, and I hate to be down on myself when I say this, but I honestly believe the Giants are going to do worse next year. Whoa. And, whoa. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> worse. I'm, I'm willing to, I, 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 hate to say it. Like I know we have a revolving door of interviews right now with uh, the GM. And I know there's a lot of Giants fans that I've talked to that are on the higher Brian Flores train, which is, you know, I, I'm kind of on that train too, but I, I haven't fully got on it yet, but I'm willing to bet just it's going to be another one of those years of growing pains, trying to figure out an identity and trying to figure out like where do we go from here, no matter who we draft with the fifth and seventh pick this year. Uh, I'm willing to bet that the Giants win three, two to three games next year. We finish last in the division again, and it's going to be another rebuilding year with growing pains, and it's just going to be awful for – for Giants fans so sorry to myself sorry to Williams but we're gonna have to endure another uh, another season of just absolute abysmal football
1: uh, I can see that happening honestly I think the best hope for Giants. Of course fans, you can see that
0: happening. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, I, honestly like the best hope for Giants fans is like it's another four win, maybe five win year but one that inspires hope and not
2: destitution. I you know, you know? what? If that happens, if we can get to five, maybe even six wins, I'll feel a little better about it and I'll uh, you know, but I got to be honest, I just I just don't see it. I don't see it. We're going to win 2 to 3 games next year and it's against be, it's going to be against really bad teams. I don't even know. I, I, I looked at it earlier. I don't know who the Giants have next year, but
0: it's you'll win be a against, divisional game. You'll win one at least.
2: We'll win. Yeah. We'll, maybe we'll win one, maybe against like Washington, but I'm willing to bet we'll get swept by the Cowboys. We'll get swept by the Eagles. We'll split with yeah. Washington. We'll win a game against somebody like the Carolina Panthers. I, I think they played them next year. I don't even remember. And and that's probably it. We're gonna get crushed we'll by everybody. Sure, else. We'll
1: make sure that the Giants play the Panthers next year, just to make sure.
2: I,
0: uh, I'm curious. I, I have to look now. I have to look. We'll, we'll now. call a few people. Don't worry. We have to look.
1: We'll we, we can make the Panthers happen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think you're. I think you're. I think you're spot on. Like, I don't know. I, I saw some rumors about the. Uh, uh, the Bills' offense coordinator Brian Dable, as well as the Bills' assistant GM coming in, which even then is like that sounds like best case scenario for the Giants getting some of that rich uh, Bills blood in the in the water in New York. Uh, I like Dable as a coach. I like what they've done personnel wise up there, but like he's not a miracle worker. And really, at this point, you are like how much more can he get? Can anyone get out of the current roster? And if the answer is not much, then it's really about those draft picks and kind of starting to rebuild again and rebuild years also aren't typically successful years either. We're on
2: the, we're on the 10th year. This is the 10th year that the giants are in a rebuild and it's the same every year we need offensive line. And it's just, when the hell is it going to happen? And, and I just, I just found who the giants play next season. Uh, I'm willing to bet three wins, three maybe four if we split with Washington. But here are your three wins. Ready? Against the Lions, against the Houston Texans, and against the Jacksonville Jaguars. And that's not even a guarantee.
1: That's fun. All the worst teams in the NFL play that's, each other next year. But
0: that's
2: it. That's pretty, uh, pretty much. Yeah. Well, that's <laughs> how it works, right?
0: All right. Chris. Uh, do I do I get one? I get one? yeah, yeah, you can do one oh, okay um I've been thinking about this while you guys are talking because I I, didn't, I hadn't thought about it too much, so we'll just we'll go bold um, the Washington Armada uh, I'm thinking yeah, I'm thinking what about, about the, probably what about the Washington commanders? what are you talking about I don't know i I, I don't I, I don't know. I don't care. <laughs>
1: Chris's bold prediction is he doesn't care.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, I, think, I think it goes one of two ways. Either this new name reinvigorates them and they're like, you know what? We're a new team. You know, we're, we're going from the ground up and we're going to establish something, what we stand for and what we're going for. And it wills them into barely taking first in the division. Mm-hmm. Or the more likely of the two, uh, that they change their name thinking that that's what's going to change their identity, when in reality, it's just who they are is a sack of shit uh, (laughs) uh, team. And it actually makes them worse because they're like, wait, we changed our name. We're different now. And you're like, nope, you're the same. Uh, You still got heated benches in a shitty stadium. And. And they they just collapse, and they do even worse than the Giants. Um, they should just call themselves the Washington sack of shits, yeah. right? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: Well, they well, should call themselves the Washington insurrection. But that, uh, <laughs> oh, that's it. That's hitting home too much for some people. Oh or maybe maybe it's not they should call themselves that. It's that they need that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> I mean an insurrection why, against the Why Dan did you guys Snyder? go to the Capitol? Just go to the <laughs> stadium. Go to FedEx Stadium. So, yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Do it
0: there. <laughs> Start ripping that shit down. It's gonna fall apart, no problem. Right. right. Like get all your energy out on the football team. <laughs> <Yeah.
2: laughs> Force Dan Snyder yeah. to put money into the stadium.
1: I'm just like <laughs> if if there's those iconic shots of like rioters, Leaving with furniture out of FedEx Field, it'll just be like really cheap office mm-hmm. furniture from like the '80s and '70s, like that. They're like all those like metal desks with like fake <laughs> wood okay. toppings and all that <laughs> stuff, and they're like dinged up and scratched. It'll look like Dan Snyder hasn't like renovated any of the furniture in there since <laughs> like 1974. Still, still but,
2: has popcorn <laughs> ceiling.
1: <laughs> That's gonna look like they're like looting the Flemington cinema. That's what it'll look like. <laughs> oh god!
0: Oh, that just smells bad.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, oh. I was gonna say my my last bold prediction would be uh, it's it's gonna be the most successful season in Washington pigskin history. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, sure I love is. that name. I don't know why they didn't
2: pick it.
1: Yeah, no matter what, it's going to be the most successful year for them in their team name's history. So that's something to look forward to for Washington fans.
2: <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, oh, I man. guess the
1: early pool would be like who... When when the name change inevitably does not work and Washington's sitting at like six wins through 12 weeks next year, like what, what is their... Fan gimmick going to be like who? Who do they retire unceremoniously mm. to bring fans in? Do they try a giant style medium soda thing? Really, that's going to be that's going to be what you look out for next year.
0: You know, it'll be a, it'll be a small fry. Small you know, fry, fry. you know, <laughs> you, you know who I thought they could do that with, but now I was going to say Clinton Portis, but now he's in jail for fraud. So
1: <laughs> that does seem. I don't think Dan Snyder's above that. (laughs) He's not above
0: that. He's not above that. (laughs) Try and call the the jail. Can we let him out for a day? Just a day? We just got to retire his number.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, honestly, that's like, I could see Dan Snyder like trying to like judo and being like a Black Lives Matter narrative and be like a free Portis
0: movement. (laughs) He's only in jail for six months, but like that would be hilarious. That means like the whole six months he's in jail. Free And like instead of like getting out, he actually has to stay longer for that reason. That's what I mean. It's not safe for you to get out there yet. We're going to keep you in jail. <laughs> They're trying to retire your jersey at halftime at
2: week seventeen. Do you want to go? No. All right, we'll hold you.
0: <laughs> wow, right, he's one guys. of the eighty greatest Redskins. Oh, he made, he because he wasn't a, on the Washington football team. He was never on the Washington football team.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's what we should do next season. We should do a like a like the best of the Washington football team roster. Just what were their best players? The Just best the team? Washington football <laughs> <Brabanti.
2: laughs> last, team. Last, last two seasons. Yeah. I like it. I like yeah. it. Yeah.
0: Oh, that'd be hilarious. We
2: gotta, we gotta do that. We gotta do that when the name change comes. That that whole podcast will just be dedicated to entirely Washington. Washington, Washington yeah.
0: Oh, that would be so funny to do like a serious, like emotional thing, like like when Alex Smith like breaks his leg, and like it's like super emotional and shit, right? But like that's the only thing that happened. Oh, yeah. God. I think nothing else happened. <laughs> Taylor Heineke almost
1: beating Tom Brady in a two-score game against yes.
0: the Buccaneers. Yes.
1: <laughs> well, rest in peace, Washington football team. Next time we talk to you guys, it'll be mm-hmm. different. Um, all right, let's let's uh, let's wrap this one up. Uh, thanks for joining me this week, guys. Uh, join the Discord. It's in the show notes. Send us a mailbag, NFCLeastMailbag at gmail.com. Subscribe. Leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Until the name change, guys, have a good couple weeks.
2: Peace out. Bye. Bye.